Hello, welcome to the Knowledge Share with Dr. Dave podcast. This is your facilitator, Dr. Dave Cornelius. Knowledge Share with Dr. Dave is streamed on grokshare.com and broadcasted on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. I want to encourage everyone to find their awesomeness. It is a choice. Let's begin your learning experience to achieve your awesomeness. Well, welcome to the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. Um, this is episode number 66, and hey. we're highlighting Ashley LaRussa and Sean Louis Dumas. We're going to talk about Black Renaissance, and maybe we're going to mix in a bit of diversity, equity, and inclusion and see how that all fits in. Let's do it. Right? Great. What do you guys think? No, I'm so down. That works. So let's, let's talk about the concept of black renaissance, right? I mean, when we look at the old French word, renaissance means rebirth. Where's the vision coming from for the black renaissance here in Tucson? Essentially, it's a rebirth of highlighting black, black artists and bring, bringing the community, the black community back together, uh, even, even more, especially the downtown scene, and just highlighting them in, in celebration. Um, the, um, as you said, um, the French word, uh, Renaissance means rebirth, and back then it was all of a sudden it was a rediscovery of this of of the gems and what 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 made that time period great, and that's what Black Renaissance does as well. It's it's the rediscovery of of what what makes Black communities such a vibrant and um, uh, and mainstay of of the culture in general. We influence every aspect of society in such a dramatic uh, degree that it's only natural for us to go ahead and celebrate everything that we've done as a community. Yeah. Yes, to um, echo what Sean Louis is saying is that it's just the rebirth and resurgence of the local talent here. Um, spotlighting them, letting them know that there's opportunities for them here as well as other cities and states, and um, paying homage to the resilience of the black community here, those who are deciding to stay and live here especially. Because yeah. the majority of us, you know, we tend to, after the university, uh, go somewhere else or yeah after finding a job in a different state, moving out of Arizona. So it's definitely just paying homage to those who are still here. Oh, awesome. But I see you're like, you know, really flying, like, hashtag the Dunbar. <laughs> Why don't you give us a few, since we're talking about vision, give us a, a few sentences or some insights about the Dunbar. You were giving me some insights about the historical context. Exactly. Speaking um, to resilience and revitalization, the Dunbar Pavilion is a center for the black community an opportunity to showcase their arts, uh, events, um, while also some shedding light on the history. So we're not forgetting our past, we're remembering that and moving forward. And then with Sean Louis and I, with Black Renaissance, not just focusing it in on one center, but using a multiple different venues, spotlighting these artists in venues that they normally wouldn't be seen in. Um, our venue for Black Renaissance this year is Hotel McCoy. Mm. And so the tourists that are coming into Hotel McCoy may not necessarily find themselves going to a hip hop night, you know? So it gives that opportunity to spotlight the artists and for people to interact with that. So it's truly a force for the community to recognize these artists. That's awesome, man. So when was it started and um, who were the founders? Just whole black uh, renaissance movement. Who, was, when, who came up with it? Um, I came up with it um, about, man, we're in May now. <laughs> Time is going by so quick. I came up with the idea initially after seeing um, zero events happening in downtown scene. Um, I saw 
people were using black black art for their events, so having hip hop nights, having you know, uh, having a you know uh, East Coast West Coast rap, or having a you know any, anything that's particularly black, and and be able to bring to draw people in. But when Black History Month came on, there wasn't a celebration and acknowledgement of the accomplishments that black people were doing, even in downtown scene. So I I created an open mic. Um, event that uh, spotlighted just an initial black artist that I knew just in my circle just did a quick reach out. It's, it had such a great response that um, I came up with the idea of Black Renaissance and just did a quick uh, Facebook post saying, hey, I have this idea. I want to highlight black artists from different areas of, uh, of art who wants to be involved in the thing went viral 130, 130 shares within like an hour. And out of that, um, Ashley reached out uh, and said, "Hey, I have this events company. Uh, do you want you want to just you want to do this?" And I said, "Be more than happy to party with you." And, and, you know, exactly. I had the honor <clears throat> of meeting Sean Louis, local here, just in the same circles of arts and organizations. And when I saw him put out this call and the feedback from the community community stating how much this is needed and how welcoming they are to the idea. I saw how that aligned with my mission and values and the new business and the events, which was focused in diversity. And I said, oh my gosh, if I could partner with you on this opportunity, that would further even press my brand and message as an events company for the community. So I just thought it was the right time, the right place. And I'd only been on Facebook for like two months, you know? <laughs> I was still learning what tagging was. And, and then when I saw your name, I was like, oh, he's my friend. What is he doing? Okay, let me jump on that. <laughs> nice, nice. But what about the experience that you wanted people to really get from the Black Renaissance event? You know, the, and you come there, there's a vibe, there's some energy. Yeah. You know, what did you guys want to get out of that? What do you want people to like leave with? A knowledge of knowing there's so much talent here locally, just the, the wealth of the community and what they can do. Um, I think we're very, as a, as a community here in Tucson, we're very humble, we're very quiet about our moves and what we're doing. You might see us in our nine to five working with a nonprofit organization, and then six to nine and so on, we're doing other activities and side hustles, as we would say in the community, <laughs> in order to keep you know um, multiple streams of income. And the majority of these artists and these owners here locally are doing so much, but they're pulling all of their talent and time outside of Tucson. Yeah. So they're showcasing themselves in cities like Los Angeles and Chicago, where we need the representation here. Right. Uh, we are under 4% here, but that 4% should be seen and represented. Excellent. So um, how would you characterize the outcome of the Black Renaissance event? Because it has happened, yeah. it is happening, <laughs> and there's still more to come. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, what, what what was the outcome like? Were you surprised? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't think people would show up. And then the first night, it was packed. Yeah. It was so packed. And I was like, all right, so we have something. We, you know, we're celebrating. And then, of course, like, second night, you think, those same people are obviously not going to come to the second one. Yeah. And I understand a lot of those people did it, but it was a brand new crowd that came. And it nice. Was, it was packed to the point where we were turning people away at the door, saying, wow. I'm sorry, there's literally no more room. Even standing room, we're pushing up against the bars. Like, you can't. I'm sorry, we literally can't fit anyone inside and people are leaving. And so we try to, you know, obviously point them to uh, this, this coming up uh, May 18th, Spoken Word Night. Uh, but yeah, the outcome was just, it was so surprising and, and, and very humbling to know that, um, you know, um, that the, the, event, the idea worked and the community, you know, it, they, they want it. That's, that's the best part of that. This, this idea of Black Renaissance is an idea that, for a time that it 
this cup, you know, um, and the community wants it, and that's cool. And it was supported fully by all community members. Yeah. yeah. You know, we received the question of, is this event only for the black community? And it's, no, we're spotlighting the black community, and we need all members of the community to yeah. come out and support. You know, we find ourselves supporting many local initiatives, and so for an opportunity to spotlight the black community, we found a lot of allies and friends here nice. to come out and give much love and sponsor as well. Yeah, but speaking of ally, right, you, you know, you walk right into this question that I have to ask, and talking about how is the Black Renaissance event contributing to diversity, equity, and inclusion, because in order for diversity, equity, and inclusion to work, we need allies. Exactly. People to partner with us, people to come alongside us, yes. uh, for us to you know, share ideas. Um, I'll start with how, equity. I'll yeah. start with the access, mm -hmm. the opportunity, the invitation. Um, with our partners, Hotel McCoy, they gave us the venue, the opportunity to come into a space that most of these artists have never been in physically, mm -hmm. and most of their visitors and guests have never interacted with the black community. So it became an awesome opportunity to showcase equity and having these two groups come together and learn from each other. Yeah. You know, I, I saw a wonderful exchange with one of our artists um, during the hip hop weekend. Sketch 71 was meeting with a few Japanese tourists um, that were in town and touring around Tucson, and they love the hip hop culture. They find it a huge force in Japan. And so the fact there were artists here doing airbrush t-shirts, they brought a few back with them. Yeah. And so they brought that piece of Tucson, because he's a Tucson local artist, back with them to Japan. Nice. So those type of interactions, that's the equity portion. I'll leave it to Sean Louis on, on diversity. Uh, diversity, I feel like, I mean, it involved the, involved the whole community. So there was every single race, every single ethnicity, um, every single, all the ages, all the people there. And that's what I think that made the event kind of special because you have someone who's like, you know, saw an 84-year-old lady hanging out <laughs> on a hip-hop night. Yeah. You know, going over, she was just hanging, and all of a sudden you see a little, a little kid and they're both different races and different ages. That was really awesome. Um, and inclusion is that we, we involved every single, every single, every single um, sex, race, sexual preference. The LGBTQ, the LGBTQ community. Was yeah. highly present. And that was one of my um, things that I wanted to make sure that it was that anyone could come in and perform their black and then be included and celebrated. Um, and that's important, and we, be, and we were able to do that for every single event, including this one coming up. Diverse occupations as well. We found a range of different people working in completely different industries, mm -hmm. from doctorates from the university to um, local artists working in muralism. Yep. So those two worlds coming together and seeing how they can future um, interact with each other with their businesses is also a great show of inclusivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so if, if you look in an ideal world, so an ideal situation, you know, what does diversity, equity, and inclusion look like um, in a black renaissance event going forward, right? You're looking at the setting and this mural uh, of, of different people from different walks of life. I think, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go, no, no, yeah, no, go ahead, my brother. Oh, I Jump think, in. I, I think literally what we, what we created in the last two, right, two events is exactly what mm -hmm. we're doing for the next day for the rest of the you know, okay. events for the years coming. We did, I, mean, I think we, we pulled it off and we were able to, you know, to have diversity, um, you know, hit on equality and inclusion. Every, every single aspect of what things that you're talking about were hit on. Um, and, you know, all ages were, were present, every sexual preference was there and we were able to invite the whole community, not just the black community, the whole community of Tucson to celebrate what we're doing and what uh, black artists are doing. You posted a great video. There's a video on Facebook on the Black Ren Online page where you showcase the spoken word night 
and I believe we had Teray up at the moment, yeah. and you, you captured just the really perfect moment of showing the audience, our artists, and then down to the standing room of Hotel McCoy. And it was every, every shade, every, sh nice. every shade, you know? It was just a beautiful so cool. celebration. It's a celebration more than anything, an yeah. opportunity to be happy, to bring your family, to be involved. And at this rate, you know, we may grow out of some venues. You know, next year might might need some more space. So yeah, sure. definitely be talking to sponsors and local community leaders about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that that sounds so much fun. I mean, but how do you want people to connect with you and learn more about the Black Renaissance event for 2020? Be or well, I think 2019 is almost over. Mm -hmm. So 2020 is coming up. You know, how do we want to like get people to tap in and maybe start contributing? Um, year-round because it would be a, a cool thing to start not only having local artists here but others from other community Phoenix yes. right, start coming into so how would you guys want people to connect with with this event and you know, reach out to you the Instagram and Instagram account all our social media will continue to update and highlighting all the artists that were either participating in this last event so the feed will be will keep going on. People releasing albums, people releasing murals, where they can find out, um, and as well as the website. The website will continually have um, the artists. Now, if we're going on to the 2020, uh, we'll make sure we'll have a page on our, on our website once the uh, 2019 is done, where people can go ahead and say, "Hey, I want to be part of this next year. I want to volunteer. And I'm going to have more information." Yeah. Just that 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 you know, some, some festivals they'll immediately take all the stuff down and leave us, you know, see you next year kind of deal. But as you, as you talk about, we want to make sure that we are still involved with the community and that the Black Renaissance um, is a, a good example or a, um, a light tower to, you know, a, a city on the hill so people can look to and okay, that's how, that's what we want to do. I want to get up there, guys, still, you know, we have a website up against your social media channels to do exactly that. Nice. So you guys have a Twitter handle that you want people to like hang on to, or yeah, um, uh, right? I mean, it's something that people could hang on to and and you know, yeah. grab from here. So uh, our website is blackrenaissance.online, mm -hmm. and then our Instagram and uh, Facebook and, and Twitter account is blackrenaissance. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Man, this is awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we? Uh, wrap up you know i thought this was a great conversation Any, anything else that you want us to definitely. just highlight before we, we take off i definitely would love just to highlight that the term renaissance um, is innovation by no means are sean louis and i recreating a will there's been um a, a, a few comp uh, community leaders here that have been already driving this mission of uplifting and highlighting to name a few debbie chess um, sam brown um, as well as our local artists that have already been on those initiatives to get that growing. Yeah. Um, so we're now looking at pulling all of these resources and leaders together to further this same uplifting. And, and to your earlier question on Renaissance, um, before Black Renaissance, we had the Harlem Renaissance. Yeah. You know, so definitely paying homage to those artists that were in that movement, you know, Langston Hughes and Zora Neale Hurston, to name a few. So we're definitely learning from our past and moving towards the future with that knowledge. Got it, Matt. That woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you have to That's acknowledge it. in this That's day right. and age, right? It's just like yeah. instead of you know, instead of just being gender neutral. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for uh, coming on to under the Nalsha with Dr. Dave podcast. Uh, okay. Look Thanks forward for to having, um, having no for us having community. Yeah. Right. I mean, you and I connect now that I've met you we're going to be doing some connection and doing some things so really look forward to that thank you Dr. all right Dave. see you guys soon hello this is Dr. Dave Cornelius again 
Thank you for listening. We hope you were able to add to your awesomeness journey with this learning experience to obtain new knowledge. We are grateful to those who support us. We would like to thank our sponsor, Nalshare, for the continued support for this podcast. Visit www.nalshare.org to achieve your awesomeness through agile coaching and training, digital transformation strategy, agile organization development, lean business startup, and diversity, equity, and inclusion coaching. Nalshare.org also provides online workshops for PDUs and SEUs to help you maintain your existing professional development certification and achieve new ones. We support lean thinking and agile life skills education through the Five Saturdays Agile Education Program. Visit www.the5saturdays.org to donate your time, money, and knowledge. That's www.5saturdays.org. Check out Dr. Dave's latest book, Prayers to My Abba Father God, on Amazon.com, a focus on prayer to enable spiritual growth. You will also find his books, Elastic Minds, What Are You Thinking? and Transforming Your Leadership Character, The Lean Thinking and Agility Way, on Amazon.com. Look for the Nalshare with Dr. Dave podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. The Nalshare with Dr. Dave podcast is streamed on grokshare.com. If you have any questions for Dr. Dave, reach out on Twitter at Dr. Cornelius Info or at Nalshare. Copyright 2019 Nalshare. Until next time. Find your awesomeness.